Listening Dog Media. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Hot Mess Mum. The mum most likely to send her kids to school in regular clothes on non-school uniform day. The mum who forgets to sign the permission slip for school trips. The mum who has probably put leftovers in her kids' lunchbox on more than one occasion. But most importantly, the Hot Mess Mum is actually rocking it and is doing a far better job than even she thinks. Please welcome our Hot Mess Mums, telling it as it is, Kelly and Jenny Powell. It is the Hot Mess Mums Club podcast. I'm Kelly Pegg. (laughs) I'm Jenny Powell. And with us today, former Apprentice double, we're bored of saying that, uh, but it's quite current at the moment. The woman with, God, how many kids? I've lost count. Probably five. Five. I've got five a side now, Jenny. Five a side. Almost a football team. Um, And she changes lives. She certainly changes my life every time I speak to her. An inspiration to us all, the one and only Jess Cunningham. Do you know what? The only reason I like coming on this podcast is because every time I come off it, you give me the biggest ego boost. I'm like, that's not amazing. (laughs) Anytime, anytime, Jess, you know me. I'm there to just, you know, bump you up and give you a slap on the back. We're delighted to be working with Cooker throughout this series. Over the next few weeks, we're going to be telling you all about their brilliant boiling water taps and the fantastic addition they are to any family home. I say it like that because I love it. Not only do they save time, cooker taps are the most energy and water efficient appliance in the kitchen. A child save double push and turn mechanism also helps to protect curious kids. And curious mothers are 89, by the way. <laughs> For more information, visit cooker.co.uk. Uh, cooker, spell Q-U-O-O-K-E-R, of course. It's so lovely to have you back. It really is. I feel like you're with us quite a lot. Well, you are. You come on every season. You're going to have to just join us. Can I just say? I think Hot Mess Mums 2 has got to become Hot Mess Mums 3, ladies, actually. She she invites herself on every season, Kelly. That's what happens. (laughs) I mean... Getting on to me and you, But the thing is, uh, in this chaos, because now you've got five, Dudley, how old was Dudley when we spoke to you? I think it was three weeks last time. Three weeks. Grumptious, scrumptious newborn. And now he's uh, a scrumptious bit bigger newborn. Nine months now, actually. He's ter- I keep thinking he's nine months. But hang on, he's just going to the fireplace. Oh, no, she's just come back, Dudley. See, this is Kelly where um, a house, uh, sort of early months of the year, everything's just chaotic in the house because you're sort of settling into whatever routine, but you do a bit of this, a bit of that. So my house is a tip. 
Anyone else? Oh. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny, like, sometimes when I do training and coaching, yeah. we've had to read this room. Yeah. But honestly, the backdrop would look amazing, <laughs> like, on that side. But then I had the kitchen table here, and it'd just be full of crap. And then the other end of the room would just be full of washing. Yeah. But I look really together <laughs> on the camera teaching. I was like, I'm it's good it's Christmas though you've had everyone at home and it's so hard isn't it because they're there so you don't do much there's toys everywhere there's just shit everywhere then everyone starts to go back and you're like well now I've got to clean it up and I can't really be bothered and it it just sort of stays like it in January doesn't it I think so do you know what so this is the first year that we actually went away for Christmas we went to centre parks and I've never fancied going away for Christmas at all it was amazing. Was it? Like, oh, lovely. Yeah, do you know, when you're at home, you feel like your house has got to be completely tidy. Yeah, yeah. Whereas when you're away, it's kind of, there's no expectation. No. So, yeah. Dudley loved it. <laughs> it oh, look at him. So, oh, my God, home? my ovaries are just bursting right now. Oh, at least you've still what, got them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have. You're a bit shriveled, I think, mine. So I'm different. I'm just like, oh, he's lovely. I'll have him for an hour or two. Squeeze. (laughs) But he is gorgeous. How is is it going with five? I mean, it's a lot, you know. Bloody hell. Yeah. And I... It's all right. I think uh, like now we're just trying to get him into a bit of a routine. But I think the most difficult, and also he started nursery one uh, like one and a half days a week. So, and I only work two days a week. I've managed to literally condense all my work into two days. Perfect. Which is amazing. Yeah. But this is also. This morning, it's like, ah, I'm just joking, man. I'm just waiting for that moment when he does over that lovely, wet, ready washed hair of yours. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> put him down and I love you son but no yeah but no oh. 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 by the end of the <laughs> so that's good so you've no. you, you've sort of like you, you sorted it out where you've you got two days a week like intense work then and he goes to nursery yeah we're such nursery. a fair right this is one thing right so doing what I do like so I've created a modality called believe coding yeah um, wait a minute are- a what a modality Modality, yeah. well, so so, I don't um, even know what a modality is. Do you know, I didn't until I heard someone say, oh, what a great modality. I was like, yeah, I like that word. Yeah. Um, so it's like a technique. So do you know, like you have uh, NLP, you have hypnotherapy, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you have modalities. So I've created my own called Belief Coding. And this is because I've trained in bloody hundreds of modalities to try and transform people's lives. Yeah. And from that, I started to pull out little bits of what worked to basically create Belief Coding. It's amazing. Um, but one thing I've realised the very foundation to who we are is built up from a set of belief systems. Mm-hmm. And you can literally recode in any new belief that you want. Ah. You can get rid of any belief. But where was I going? Oh, yes, that was yes. it. So basically, the I never, ever believed I'd be able to work two days a week with five kids, um, earning the kind of money that I'm earning. But that stemmed from belief systems. Mm. It stemmed from kind of thinking, oh, you have to work hard for your money. Whereas actually, you don't. Nice. <laughs> like, you can work this is music to our ears. Oh, well, yeah, hey, works. people, we've messed up for this long. We don't really have to work very hard at all and make loads of cash. This is the best podcast ever. You talk about you talk about this all the time, though, in your posts about working smart, not killing yourself, doing what you love, obviously, but working smart. And I think the way everything's changed for women now, a lot of us have our own businesses and we work from home and we, we do work for ourselves. We do create a different life for ourselves, which is fantastic. Yeah. Um, but there will be some mums out there, and I feel it some days too, 
you're killing yourself with stuff and it and it drives you mad but when you write that kind of inspirational stuff I see your posts and think she's right you know I'm gonna just sit and watch my Netflix show now and I'm gonna have a break <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing right so again I think if you think about it so our parents their parents so our grandparents yeah. that's easier, you know, that's our easier. Parents, yeah <laughs> granny and granddad <laughs> they literally lived through the war through like the industrial revolution so they're literally they literally used to have to work really hard for their money so our beliefs have been passed down from our parents which have been passed down from their parents whereas actually we all have a feminine energy and a masculine energy and again this is going down like the spiritual route but your masculine energy is literally getting shit done you know boom 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 i'm working it's strategy it's blueprints it's business 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 it's absolutely doing everything but when you do that you end up burning yourself out. Mm-hmm. Whereas your feminine energy, and again, I think if you are quite, um, if you're into your masculine energy, and if you're used to just working, 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 getting stuff done, the thought of stepping into a feminine energy can sound a bit like wet. You go, I don't, I don't want to be a feminine energy. Whereas actually your feminine energy mm-hmm. is all about nurturing yourself. It's all about giving to yourself, receiving, allowing yourself to just be, to have fun. And that's one thing I've learned massively over the past yeah. 12 months. Have fun. Yeah, have fun. And when you do that, your energy that you create when you're looking at yourself, you're having fun, you're giggling, you're laughing, that transfers into your business and it makes everything easier. Mm. And you see things with new perspectives. Mm. And that's like the biggest shift and transformation that's happened for me over the past 12 months. Mm. And that's literally from enjoying my life. Yeah, and isn't that's ironic, right? Because most people say, oh, when the fifth child came along, that was it. <laughs> Do you end. know what I mean? Yeah. And instead, you come along and you say, well, after, you know, the year where I had my fifth child, um, I've never been happier. I've never been more laid back. I only work two days a week. I'm making more money. Wow. If that isn't a magic formula, I do not know what is. <laughs> I wasn't even factoring in Dudley in this scenario. <laughs> But honestly, like, this is the thing. And I think most people, not just women, but most people don't understand that literally your belief systems create who you are and how you act. Mm -hmm. So even something as simple as, one second, I've just got someone. Don't worry. I love this. I mean, this is a proper hot mess mum conversation right now. Isn't it? You've got the kit. You've got the beautiful kid rolling into the fireplace, then pulling her hair. You've got the postie at the door. Yeah, it's all going on. And then we're all. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, we're just we're just planning to save the world and each other. (laughs) (laughs) And that's just like an afterthought. You know, like, well, oh, yeah, of course I'll be doing that and ma- making sure that everybody is happy as they can ever be. Yeah. So uh, it's just it. a perfect scenario. We're just saying, Jess, because she's back now, uh, this is the perfect Hot Mess Mums <laughs> episode because it's like, oh, the door's just, uh, the doorbell's just gone and Dudley's just running around on the, well, he's not running, but he's crawling around the floor. Probably pooed his I'm in the walk now. Oh, he's away from my place. Yeah. Oh, bless him. <laughs> um, but no, this thing, like, going back to it, we are literally, what was I even talking about? You talking about how this was the best Self-be- year and that yeah, yeah. Um, and that the that yourself you know that how you the belief coding works and that we we have to change it up oh, now right. yeah it's not the traditional ones that our grandparents had oh, well even something as simple as yeah. if you believe that you're always late so say for example if you're like, oh, I'm always late, I'm just an organized that's a belief that was created at some point in your life to keep you safe. Right. And I'll give you an example. So one of my clients, she literally, she's like, well, I'm always late. You can't tell me that's a belief. I'm like, 
that's definitely a belief. I said, let's see where that belief comes from. Let's see why you're always late, why your subconscious is protecting you from turning up early. And it took us back to a memory when she was four or five years old and her stepdad used to lock her out of the house and she had to walk to school, but she'd always turn up to school early. Ah. So Conscious said it's not safe and she didn't like it. She felt scared. Mm. So her subconscious protected her to make her always late. Right, gotcha. But there's honestly, it's fascinating. Even like chronic illness. So another one of my clients, she had epilepsy. And we've drawn five belief coding sessions. I didn't get him out, actually. He's not happy. That's what Heath used to be like, you know. You couldn't put him in anything. He was just much happier sitting on your knee all the time. Yeah, all the time. Girls are different. They'll go off and sit in their walker. But boys, does he like... He loves being cuddled, doesn't he? I can tell. Because this is why sleep training is going so hard. Do you know what's... Do you know what's really cool though? I love why you're talking about sleep training and you know Dudley's what ten months old and there she is in um, some really tight, sexy black PVC pants. Hey, that's the way she rolls. This is so cool. But yeah, go on. So um, you were trying five five sessions. You were with this other lady who had a, a different belief system. But no, but she, so basically, but this is the mental thing. So even, so you can get a physical problem, which stems from trauma, which creates a set of beliefs. And again, everything, if you can, if you think about it, when we're born, we only have intuition, we have instinct. So we have a subconscious to literally record everything to protect us, to keep us safe, to keep us away from pain Mm. and drawn towards pleasure. But those belief systems are created like the majority of, well, actually all our core beliefs are created in the first seven years of our life. If you can imagine when you experience something at age four, five or six or seven, and then you experience it at like 35, it's a different experience because you've had experience on there, but the belief has been created. So every time you have a similar experience after that, yeah. um, it adds on to that belief. So say, for example, if your uh, teacher shouted you at school, mm. shouted at you at school when you're like five, say, God, just don't be so stupid. As a five-year-old, you would take on the belief that you're stupid. Mm. So every time somebody shouts at you, you would think, because it's a similar experience on a subconscious level, or maybe I'm just being stupid because mm. the shout I'm stupid, that's why they're shouting mm. at me. The Hot Mess Mums, Kelly Pegg with Jenny Powell. All through this series, we're working with Cooker to tell you all about their amazing products. Cooker taps can transform any family home. Here's Deborah to tell you all about them. So I think the cooker tap makes a huge difference to the kitchen. Well, aesthetically, I absolutely hate clutter. So I've managed in one go to eliminate a kettle and a water filter. And I think the thing for me is, you know, my my husband's a bit of a geek and he does love to watch the energy consumption screen on our uh, on our heating system. You look at it when the kettle was going on and on and on, and I could see him twitching when he looked at the the dial going round to red, and that doesn't happen anymore. So you know he's 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 less obsessed with the energy consumption in the house. I think what I'd say to a fellow mum, especially one um, with a family who drinks so much tea and coffee um, is that, you know, it it really is a time saver. Um, It it saves a huge amount of time for everybody um, and is so straightforward and simple. And all the concerns I had beforehand were eliminated very quickly. uh, And I've, I've seen the benefit and the whole family's seen the benefit very, very quickly. For more information, visit cooker.co.uk, spelt Q-U-O-O-K-E-R. Our hot mess mums, telling it like it is, Kelly Pegg with Jenny Powell. 
Those first seven years, it's fascinating because they say even with diet, everything, you have to lock a lot in in those first seven years, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, because that's it. Your core beliefs are created there. You can change them. Mm. And again, we're born into this society that if you, that transformation is difficult. We're born into the society that if you, you can't change people, that people won't change, they can't change. Whereas actually what I've discovered is transformation and change can be as simple and as quick as having a cup of coffee. Right, right. But it's something that you have to be trained in and help with but by someone like you. Exactly, really. yes. Like, yeah, <laughs> nice that, wasn't it? it? Yeah. And that's... <laughs> You've been practicing. No, but, <laughs> but it is, I think it's... Well, not even that. I mean, there's a few techniques that literally I can show you now. Yeah. So have you got... Um, is there anything that you do which you wish you didn't do? But nothing that's too dramatic because I don't want to take you into any deep trauma just yet, do we, Dudley? I always lose stuff. You always lose stuff. Okay, so what I want you to do is stand up, Jenny, so I can see the side of your body. Oh, I've got a big shirt on. That's all right, right. Okay, so, oh, look at that. She looks, look at that stomach. Jenny, man, I got I got body envy right now. I got body envy right here, girlfriend. She's looking so good. Oh, Jenny, I yeah. can't look. She's yeah. Okay, so what I want to say is, like, stand up, yeah. and you're just going to say, my name is Jenny Powell. So I'll say back. I've just put my mind cup. My name so my... is Jenny Powell. And my name is Jenny. So see, would you swing oh. forward or backwards? What? Are you swing forward or backwards? I've got sway. You don't have to. So if you just stand yeah. and be open to seeing which way you sway. So if you say, my name is Jenny. I go and forwards. Just... Yes. So say, my name is Jessica or Kelly. My name is Jessica. My name is Kelly. Right? Then I go okay. backwards and forwards. See, so you should go uh, one way for your truthful answer. Ah. Or your answer and one way for you know. If you just say yes, 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 and keep repeating that out loud. What? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, did you go forward? Yeah. Yes, yes, okay, yes. Now, yes. Say, now say no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Oh, I'll go back in the middle. Yeah. Okay. So what was the discomfort? You're always, you what was it? You're always late. You're yeah, always, I, I lose stuff all the time. Okay, so I want you to ask: Are there trapped emotions? And I'll explain this in a moment. If you have, uh, if you've had a traumatic experience that traps the emotion in that moment, and then that's what creates the belief, which create the action. Right. So I want you to ask: Are there trapped emotions to always losing stuff? Yes. Yeah, okay then. So, should we find out what the trapped emotion is? Do you want to see what it is? Well, uh, yeah, go on then. Right, let me have a look. So, it's not wind, is it? The <laughs> <laughs> body will tell you. I need to, I need to send you. I'll tell you what, let me send you this. Have you got your phones by you? God, this yes. is hard work. Yes, go on. I know. It's, it's harder for Jessica than it is for us. I just yeah, want to take him off you so you can talk and I yeah. can snuggle. I just wish we were in the I same room. I take him off me too, I'll be honest. I just want you. Yeah. Right, Jenny, I'm going to send you this. Yeah. And I want you to look at this. Now, all, I'm, I'll tell you what I'm sending you. It's a sheet of paper and it's got a list of emotions on in columns and rows. Feel free to share this on here. Mm. Um, what this does, you don't have to worry about literally taking everything in because if you can imagine do you know how people have some photographic memories mm. we yeah. all, we're all born with a photographic memory like we all have a photographic memory but what happens because we're taught to read we lose the ability to photograph text right. if that makes yeah, sense yeah 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 i get that um, some people don't so all you have to do is literally just look at this and then I'm just going to give you a minute to look at it and then we're going to find out what the trapped emotion is, okay? Please feel free to share that. I don't think I've got your number, Kel. Feel free to share that with Kelly. 
So again, just look at that and then I'm going to ask, we're going to find out where the trapped emotion is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so again, you can share this if you do the audios, but what this is, it's literally just got six rows and two columns. Mm-hmm. So have you breezed over all of them? Yeah. <laughs> Pressure's on, my Jen. Yeah. Pressure's on. Okay, so I want you to stand up again. And then I'm going to ask you if the trap to motion, tell me if you swift forward or backwards. Is the trap to motion in column A? Okay. Is that backwards? No. Okay. Is the trap to motion in column B? Yes. <laughs> Is the trap to motion in B1? Yes. Okay. Is the trap to motion effort unreceived? Oh, I see what you're doing. Yeah? yeah. Is it going back? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Yes. Is the, oh, yes. Yeah. Is the trap to motion effort unreceived? Yes. Okay. So has any memory come up or at all, or any thoughts or feelings or anything just popped into your head? Yeah. Okay. So this is the beauty as well with belief code. Do you know like traditional talk therapy? You can sit back down now. Yeah, thanks. But like traditional talk therapy, some people don't like to talk. Like some people no. literally cannot get the words I do out. Not, weirdly enough, <laughs> doing what I do, I don't like to talk at all. I'm completely edited. So for me, I'd struggle so, to talk to anyone about anything. So this is the beauty of this, right? So if you know what the trapped emotion is and if the memories come up, as I can actually work with you. Just let him put him down. I can literally work with you and you don't have to tell me anything. Ah. I can just facilitate your journey. Okay. So if you have the memory now, can you see yourself in that memory? Yes. Can you imagine saying to yourself, Jenny, you're safe, I'm here to help you. What do you need? And tell me what your subconscious says. What's the first thing that comes into your head when you ask if you need your help? Uh, if I need my help? Yeah, so just say, Jenny, you're safe. Do you want me to help you? What do you need? Jenny, you're safe. Do you want me to help you? What do you need? Why are you laughing? See, I don't <laughs> even like talking to myself, never mind anyone else. <laughs> what kind of podcaster am I? I don't know what's going on. Uh, yeah, I feel safe. No, I don't okay. really. No, I could tell. Okay, so what we would do now, what we want to do, I want you to ask Jenny, say, Jenny, what do you need in this moment so you feel 10 out of 10 amazing? Oh, that's easy. Jenny, what do you feel at, do, what do you feel at this moment to make you feel 10 out of 10 amazing? And again, you don't have to share any of this with me as long as I'm you're not. subconscious. No way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is that you, Jess? What a national podcast here. Well, global one, thanks. <laughs> okay we're gonna cut this in basically in short we'll finish this off camera <laughs> but what this is like literally there'll be a reason why you always lose stuff and in that moment your subconscious has protected you to keep you safe because for some reason it was safer for you not to have things that you wanted so my assumption could be possibly you had something that you really cherished and you lost it so it created great pain so now rather than holding on to things you'll just lose them right. so you don't have to experience right gotcha. does that make sense yes yes yeah yeah what you can do is, though, we can see if it's safe to code in a new belief and we can code in the belief of, oh, I find it easy to keep things safe or I find it easy to find things. Mm. Mm-hmm. I love oh, that, though, because it's all transformational, isn't it? From the smallest yeah. things to the biggest things, how that can change mm. people's lives, really. You know, on so many levels with the women that work with you, um, having that opportunity to, and to make it so 
simple as well. It seems quite simple, really. I feel like we've taken Jenny under now. Jenny, man, I'm sorry about taking you down. I can see can we take her out and get her back? Is there any way we can do that? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. Actually, the Oh, God. Sorry, I'm just slapping myself around the head. Kelly, I you'll have to think- take over. I need to lie down. I also think that some of the stuff that you're you're doing when you talk about the working smart and working from home and you are this mum of five, um, so you're showing everyone how it can be done and you're still a very happy woman. I think it's great because, and I read this a lot and I think it's very true, that the working world was never set up to support a mum. And, and that is couldn't be truer, really, even in this day and age. It's so wrong. And there are lots of women out there that campaign for that. And I think because of what you're doing and how you talk about it, you know, perhaps there are lots of mums out there that don't have that confidence but want to start working mm. for themselves, want to start their own business, want to change and start working from home to balance it better, a better lifestyle. And because they see people like you, it's going to encourage them to do it, which mm. is great. And we need much more of that because, you know, there are still these terrible stories stories about how mums are treated in the workplace and they're not given options you know I had a chat with someone just a few months ago before Christmas who was telling me you know why they'd got into their business and it was because you know after they had their baby there was no option for them Mm, basically you know and that was it so they started this business and boom you know it's gone massive so to have people like you I think it's just so important you know speaking that mouthpiece being there but also as well, this is the thing, right? So for anybody who's listening today mm-hmm. and they resonate with what you're saying, like I'd love to start my business, but I'm not confident. That again is a belief. So when mm-hmm. you lack confidence, it's the belief of I'm not good enough. I'm not going to succeed. I'm going to fail. Mm-hmm. But the beauty about that, you can inst- you can code in confidence because instead of having the belief of, oh, I'm not good enough, I'm going to fail, it's never going to work, you change the belief to, I am the bloody dog's bollocks. Of course it's going to work. And you can completely shift it. So I'll give you an example. One of the things that I've got my clients doing at the moment, and actually for anybody listening, I've got a free workshop on the 7th, 8th and 9th of February, which will teach them how to believe code. Mm-hmm. Um, but literally one of the challenges I've had, so one of my clients' worst fears is to go live on camera, to do a live, to post a video. Mm-hmm. We found out, from all of them doing believe coding where this fear would come from yeah. and then i made a post a video of them introducing themselves telling people who they are what they specialize in and what they do 95 percent of the women posted that video into a group full of strangers and on their own personal social media which wow. is huge huge, huge. confidence yes. and it was the belief of oh i'm going to be judged i'm going to be laughed at people aren't going to take me serious mm. but you change the belief you change the action you change the life mm. Yeah. And any it works, anyone can have transformation, anyone, but you have to be open for it. And the thing is with that, it's it's so important, obviously, with regards to your social media and if you are starting your own business to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. But for us three, it all comes natural. Mm. You know, I'm from a radio background. You and Jenna from telly. We just talk mm. and we can do the whole, the whole filming and camera yeah. thing because we are, you know, it is a little ego. Let's be honest, I should never go in this business. And it's that extrovert kind of behaviour that we've all got because of what we've done. So I forget sometimes. It's like if we book a guest and perhaps they're like, um, you know, not used to that side of things Mm. and they're like, oh, I'm a bit nervous. And I think, what? Mm. What? You know, because it's second nature to us, isn't it? But then the women that are coming to you, they've not been in that circle. It's not second nature to a lot of mums out there. So weird, you do forget that, don't you, actually? Yeah. Like, yeah. literally, if you've seen it, yeah, you do. I've just realised Dudley's just broke my curtains. 
the funniest thing was then that you looked up and when you went, I've just realised Dudley, I thought, what, he's stuck to the ceiling. <laughs> Thank God he's it's just the... Spider-Man now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I believe he's Spider-Man. He's doing this. <laughs> Thank God it's just the curtains. Oh, bless his heart. Um, but yeah, you do. I suppose you get done. And you will see this more because literally you're working with people and you're interviewing people. You're getting people on who, who aren't who aren't used to doing yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And it's, um, it's a funny old thing, isn't it? Because... I think for all of us, like we all have our, our beliefs, don't we? That are, as we get older, just really, as, as time goes by, it gets more and more difficult, does it not, to change things up or not? No. I want you to say no. No, it, 100% it's not. So again, if you can imagine, that's a set of beliefs that have been put onto you, but also we have society beliefs, we have cultural beliefs, we have personal beliefs. So as a society and as a culture, we believe that, oh, a leopard doesn't change its spots. Um, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. 100%, that is not true. And what happens, if you can imagine, again, those first seven years of your life, when you experience something, anything similar adds on, or if you have a big traumatic experience within your life, that creates a set of beliefs. So what belief coding does, it works with the, and also as well, when you go to, when you go to traditional talk therapy, talking through what you think the problem is where you think it's come from doesn't what help belief, no because you reach especially if you've had something traumatic happening you're going you're, back you're, on you're, it yeah and you're still in that mindset that you always go into when you go back and look at it yeah so what belief coding does it works with the uh, belief that you have at the moment or the feeling that you have when you um know you want to change but you don't know how to and we work back from that the feeling and the body will take us to the exact point where that belief was created and then you take out the emotional charge out of that belief mm -hmm. which is the anxiety the panic the worry the fear or whatever the emotional charge is and then you instill or I'll let, I always say code because it's belief coding then you code in a new belief but I've had women in the 50s in the 60s um completely the life transforms my mom oh my god like bloody hell talk about unleashing the devil mm. my mom's <laughs> new belief coding on her she's a new bloody woman but she's like I'm not doing that you can forget that no <laughs> wish you would have kept you back back in 2020 um, <laughs> Yes, but again, you can like, and this is the thing, we are conditioned to think if you, if there's something, and I hate using the word, if you've got issues or something wrong with you, I hate using that, but I think that's what a lot of people resonate with. Um, we're conditioned to think that's just who you are. You know, I'm just anxious, that's just who I am. I'm just depressed, that's just who I am. You know, I'm just this worrier, that's just who I am. No, it's not. That's not who you are. You are, with everybody, a vibrant, energetic being that's who we're born here to be and create its experience and trauma that has created something different and just to talk about trauma actually a lot of you listeners will be listening to this and be thinking well i've had a great childhood nothing bad happened to me yeah. that's not trauma trauma can be as simple as a teacher shouting at you a dog biting you right, it's yeah. how you react to that situation mm. and how that situation is stored in your body mm. which manifests the behaviors which manifests the beliefs i wanted to talk to you before um it was on my, my list of things i saw you do a post the other day about the apprentice and your advice to them yeah um you know which i really loved and it was really honest and you talked about being trapped in all of that you know the, the first taste of tv and then doing celebrity big brother and and how actually you were really quite unhappy um, and, you know, you hope that they go in there knowing that they want to do business things. It's not really about being famous. Mm -hmm. Just well, this thing, though, like, I think when I went in there, I didn't go in for fame. 
But at the same time, I thought, oh my God, I'm going to come out of this. I'm literally, I'm going to be presenting TV. I'm going to be doing else. And when you go on to a TV show, you think you're going to be super famous at the end of it. And actually when I went into the show, I think because I didn't win it, then I was like, I'm just going to be really famous. I'm just going to go down there. I'm going to go down the famous route. And I really searched for validation from other people because right. I didn't feel that worth in myself. I didn't feel good enough. And I, I was trying to chase something which I already possessed, which was well, my own worth. Mm. And as soon as I started working on myself and as soon as I started working on who I was and kind of, I know it sounds really cheesy, but like self-help, self-love, everything changed and you don't need that validation. Whereas I think the only reason I went on to um, The Apprentice was to show people that I was good enough and I wanted to win it. So I genuinely believed I was going to win. I was like, I'm going to win this. But again, it was, I didn't go on it to win it for the opportunity. I went on it to show people that I was good enough. I am a good business person. I can do this. And then when it didn't work out, then I did some dodgy underwear shots. Dated like, get one of the geekiest candidates. And then, um, yeah. And then went and decided to be brother. But at least you talk about that, you know, with such honesty yeah. and rawness, which is so refreshing. It's so really helpful, is. I mean, you know, it's what, yeah. what, you know, we should have more of that. There, there, there are a lot of people who have yeah. done reality shows who I'm sure have got a lot more to say than they do. And it would really help. Mm. But just... For- you know, I don't know if you had this right. So again, I think as well, when you've gone on TV, mm. like this is one thing I used to feel real shame about. and re- I used to get so embarrassed. And yeah. um, But friends and family would say to you, you want to be, you want to present loose women. Yeah. You want to get. Pre- oh, you nice should be. De- yeah, yeah. I still get it now. People go, "Weren't you doing that?" I'm like, "Oh, fuck off." <laughs> I'm an, you know. Oh, well, you should be doing that. You say, I said, "I'm 53 years old. I've been do- I've been working for 35 years, and the last thing I need is, oh, well, that's not good enough. What you've done, your 35, your 36 year old career, because you should be doing that." And I'm like, "Oh, bollocks." But it makes you feel kind of really... Yeah, I'm like, like oh, really? Oh, oh, should I? Uh, oh, yeah, God. Is it, yeah. Why haven't I... Yeah, you're right. Why do, Why aren't I doing that? It's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm quite happy. And also, I think as well in the TV world, which a lot of people don't understand, there's a lot of rejection. And I think... Mm. When you when I went on to TV, I definitely had low self-esteem. And I think going on to TV, then going on to um try and pitch for other TV shows, then I'd then I'd get rejected. And then I'd think it was personal. Mm. I'd think it, there was something wrong with me. And it's oh it's not. It's not. It's the way it's the world not. is in that that yeah. that sort of, you know, that it's funny. place. It's not, you know, you can't take anything personally ever. You really can't. No, you do, don't you? When yeah. it's kind of when you're there and you're giving it everything and then they're like, no, sorry, not today. Mm. And you think, God, I'm not good enough. I'm not funny enough. I'm not pretty enough. Mm. I'm not clever enough. I'm not, I'm just not enough. And again, when you work on yourself, you realise that you've always been enough, but it's not the right situation. Mm-hmm. But I mean, this is five years ago, like five years ago, I had the belief of, oh, I'm not good enough. and I, I need to do more. I need to do more. Whereas now it's like, I'm good enough. I'm working two days a week. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Managing five kids, still smiling and, absolutely you know, a breath of fresh air and a complete inspiration to every mum out oh, there. I love you, girl. Every oh, mum out there. You just, oh, you bloody well are, you know, you just keep it real and say it for what it is. And, but you're you know, so generous with your energy. Mm. Oh, so are you guys. You are, honestly. That's ama- Yeah, but I haven't got five oh, kids to you. run around after. So, you know, I might have a little bit more energy, but you... You're off the you're off the radar. You are. Belief it's a belief system, Jenny. It's a belief system. I believe it, girl. I believe it. <laughs> I believe. Jess, it's always a pleasure to speak oh, to you. God. Always and see that face of yours. Oh. 
Yeah. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, Neil. Thank you so much for having me on. Kelly Pegg, Jenny Powell, Hot Mess Mums. Thanks to Cooker for sponsoring this episode. Over the next few weeks, we're going to be telling you all about their brilliant boiling water taps and the fantastic addition they are to any family home. Not only do they save time, Cooker taps are the most energy and water efficient appliances in the kitchen. A child safe double push and turn mechanism also helps to protect curious kids. For more information, you can visit cooker.co.uk. That's spelled Q-U-O-O-K-E-R. 